Well, everybody's smoking in the basement. They're all having a good time. And no one is acting complacent. Yeah, they're all out of line. And someone is cooking in the kitchen. I truly thought it was you. But you are out here living in the living room. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Burnt Toast Podcast. I'm Nick, and I'm here with the best guy ever, the Burnt Toast Man himself. What's up? What's going on? This is episode something of the Burnt Toast Podcast. I'm going to say six. I think it's seven. seven. Six. It could be six. It's been a while. It's been a minute. But... We're back better than ever. We're going to be reading poetry today. Glad to be here. Slam poetry night. I hope everyone's excited. Slam poetry night? <laughs> or pre-found and read poetry night? <laughs> pre-found and read. We're profound. Profound. We used our pro-finding skills to our find... pronouns? Did we use our pronouns to use our profound? Poetry. Okay. About pronouns. Let's get this on. Let's get it on. Do we want to jump straight into Let's it? Let's jump straight into it, Or do you want to give the fans a little, a little time to breathe? Let them think. What is it about poems that are so special, Griffin? <laughs> They're just... It's, it's the art of word. Mm-hmm. That's poetry. It's mm-hmm. the art of word, and that is beautiful. Something I've been thinking about when looking up poems to speak about is just like the use of spacing in the lines, like when to space it. It's like that adds so much depth to it, dude. dude the, the, <laughs> the beauty of poetry is that you can take it, anybody can take it mm-hmm. and make it their own art mm-hmm. to present to an audience. You can't really do that with visual art. Yeah. But you can, you can do that with music. Mm hmm. And the coolest thing would, or I guess you could do this with poetry as well. Yeah. But you could take music and poetry and make those into visual arts as well. Yes, that's true. So I think I think that visual art is like a very personal thing, though. Mm-hmm. That's not like a group. Yeah, they all hit different spots. I think words and poetry are so cool because anyone can do it. You don't have to learn. You literally just have to write. It's not like, you know, playing an instrument, you got to figure out all the finger movements and stuff, but poetry, I mean, you just start writing and eventually you'll get good. As long as you're like a literate, a literate person, like mm-hmm. you know how to read, you know how to write. Mm-hmm. I guess you wouldn't even know how to read, just how to write words. Yeah. You know, that makes... Or how to know how to speak yeah. it and present it. But you can write it, which is beautiful. Yeah. The writing part of it definitely adds a lot of depth. Speaking so we're going to be... Is good. You're good. Speaking it is great. I like speaking poetry as well. So which leads be, us. Which leads us <laughs> into reading this poetry. So Stu, you want to start this one off for me? This is this is interesting. This is becoming the 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 French toast podcast. 
<laughs> is that what is that are you french the the black bean podcast the bla- oh yeah the black bean podcast uh-huh. are we running a duo <laughs> show dude <laughs> i'm taking over podcast and the burnt po- toast podcast in one podcast it's a twofer dude that's podcast inception <laughs> it's tenet in theater dude, soon that's two food related podcasts that don't talk about food two food moods did i tell you about what happened on the instagram no what happened on the instagram so oh some account oh. of like twenty-seven thousand followers yes followed yes. me and tagged me um on i'm purpose. probably gonna let them know though that they did that on accident and that i'm not the right one no. just because like i've gotten the followers you know if you guys want to unfollow me that's cool but this podcast isn't about food it's about poetry it's about music and it's about philosophy. What if the universe put that little mishap into the world for the purpose of giving you a small following to yeah, build off of? Dude, yeah. What if the world did that on purpose? That would <laughs> Thank you, world. So if you're following me and you're new to the channel, don't unsubscribe. I mean, we understand you're looking for food stuff, but th- this is truly like it's going to develop into a, a great podcast, and I'm really hopeful for the future. Mm-hmm. So I would appreciate it if you guys would stick around and, and enjoy hey, the show. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll get a little foodie. You never know. You never know what the future holds. Yeah, m- maybe if like some like if there's really cool music city with some good food, mm-hmm. we can talk about that, or we can do an episode mm-hmm. about like. French people like eating French food that's mm-hmm. really good, yeah, and then tie that into like France, yeah, do an episode on France mm-hmm. and and France Luxembourg music and France's okay. That's the direction my podcast is going in. <laughs> oh my god, uh, the cultures, dude, that's the cultures. great. The cultures, yeah, I'm big on I'm big on the cultured food, but culture in general is just a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something beautiful worth teaching people about i think the more you know about culture sort of the more you understand the world i agree so with that with that we're going to be reading you some poetry um one of these guys that i'm reading is probably my favorite author i was going to say book artist but i mean he's a book artist i mean anyone can be a book (laughs) artist if they're an author so this is called scenes of the mind by algis huxley Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I have run where festival was loud, with the drum and bass among the crowd of panic revelers, whose cries affront the quiet of the skies, whose dancing lights contract the deep infinity of night and sleep to a narrow turmoil of troubled fire. And I have found my heart's desire in beach and caverns, caverns that autumn fills with the blue shadowiness of distant hills, whose luminous gray pillars bear the stooping sky. Calm is the air, nor any sound is heard to mar that crystal silence as from far, from far off a man may see the busy world all utterly hushed as an old memorial scene. Long evenings I have sat and been strangely content, while in my hands I held a wealth of colored sands, shimmering plates of silken skines of soft bright wool. Each color drains new life at the lamp's round pool of gold. 
Each sinks again when I withhold the quickening radiance to a wan and shadowy oblivion of what I was. And in my mind, beauty or sudden love has shined and wakened color in what was dead and turned to gold the solemn lead of mean desires and every day's poor thoughts and customary ways. Sometimes in lands where mountains throw their silent spell on all below, drawing a magic circle wide about their feet on every side, robbed of all speech and thought and act, I have seen God in the cataract, in falling water and in flame, never at rest, yet still the same. God shows himself, and I have known the swift fire frozen into stone, and water frozen changelessly into the death of gems. And I, long sitting by the thunderous mill, have seen the headlong wheel made still, and in the silence that ensued have known the endless solitude of being dead and utterly not. Inhabitant of mine own thought, I look ar abroad, and all I see is my creation, made for me. Along my thread of life are pearled the moments that make up the world. Algis Huxley. God damn, dude. That was so crazy. I sort of just closed my eyes and let that one take me away. My favorite part was when he was talking about seeing God in the cataract. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that is sick. Dude, that's, it's a comment, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in, in my opinion... Mm -hmm. The way I viewed it, it was every everyone in this world, no one's perfect, but we are all God, you know, that we're we're all here existing right now at this mm -hmm. space. It's beautiful. It's cool that you interpreted it that way. How did I have you I have two it? interpretations of it. Oh so two. yeah, two interpretations. So Double the first interpretation I thought was because he was talking about looking into the cataract from a third person perspective. And a cataract is like cloudy, so it creates sort of like a mirror. So he looked into the cataract and saw God in himself. Oh, okay. but also this is also. the one. This is the one that uh, I just thought of, which is that cataracts blinds the person who has it, but in the cataracts he saw God. So it's like people may be blinded, quote unquote, by something in their life that keeps them away from their spiritual self. And ultimately, that spiritual self of an individual is God, and that's only like two lines of the whole poem. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, there's that's so much what more. The craziest thing is there was I'm, one part where he said like "see, see." He said it like twice and into some other sentence, and that one kind of blew me away as well. Let me, let me try and find it. Um, I am not seeing it. See, you said see. Yeah, I think it was see. Uh, I'm not, I, there's one C in the poem and it says, and all I see is my creation made for me. And that was right at the end. Oh no. Okay. never mind. Um, I'm thinking I'm of the wrong going one. Going through it again though. Let me check. It was like near the beginning on towards the middle. Let me see. C for, for off a man may see the busy world all utterly hushed as an old memorial scene oh yeah that was cool that was a cool line. is that it no but that i, I mean there, you can just pull any two lines and 
analyze them very deeply. Far off a man may see the busy world all utterly hushed as an old memorial scene. What does that mean? I feel like that one's got a lot to offer. It may ta- may be talking about the death of something within within us. Far off a man may see. Like, if you were to break it down, our society right now, you know, we're making a lot of progress, and a lot of stuff is happening to like improve us as a species, but we're losing touch with something. Time. Time, connection. There's just something going on in the world that's making us lose touch. Yeah. Hushed hushed as an old memorial scene. That's where I'm getting time from. Mm -hmm. Because when you think of a memorial, you think of something that's already happened. Yeah. And, you know, maybe this guy is looking at the the world. Everything's so busy. Mm -hmm. And he's looking at it distantly. So in his mind or, you know, kind of as like you're projecting your thoughts out Mm -hmm. and you're looking at it in the distance. I, I don't know how to describe that, but maybe that's what he's doing. And he's looking at it almost like that's a memorial to what uh, I've become now. What does he say right before that? Right before that far off a man may see far off a man may see right before that. Just say the whole, that whole part again, far off a man may see the busy world all utterly hushed as an old memorial scene. Yeah, that's why. That's why I, because th- th- he says the the outside world, is, or what he says something about the world, the busy world. Yeah, the busy world. So it's like it's like the present is is so much is going on. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I see what you mean. That can totally be taken as like an introspective but, thing. But the thing is, this dude wrote this in like the '60s. Yeah. So is would you argue then that now that we're interpreting it? Stuff's moving by really fast. But when he wrote this poem, if he wrote it that way, and, th- you know, to him, things were moving by very fast. Yeah. The world was becoming busier. I mean, honestly, dude, if you think about it, in all of history, every single day is like things are rapidly developing. I feel like there's mm-hmm. no point in time where things are just slow. Yeah. I mean, if you think about how many things are going around on around you, yeah. just on Earth... And it's and it's still and like this busyness has been going on since the '60s, since probably before that even, you know, because Aldous can talk about it in his poem. It's it's a common trope of the world is that we're busy on our ways to progress away from something that we didn't yet know that we wanted to leave. But but it's a memorial to mm-hmm. it, so maybe so while it's, we so you honor it, yeah 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 okay yeah you honor the past yeah. That's, I mean, if, if you think about it, people, it's really hard to live in the present. And mm-hmm. that, that, that's another thing that he may be commenting on is how people, how this man that he's talking about isn't living in the present. Yeah. And because of that, he, sorry. You're fine. It's a loaded poem. I'm in thought. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes your feelings just make much more sense than yeah. your words could it's, ever it's, translate. I mean, words words are so limiting to what emotions truly are. It's it's okay. kind of fun when you can throw some nice words together and create something that yeah. truly expresses I, I a lot it. of the emotions. All right, let's hear it. So maybe if he's writing this about the present and how we aren't living life in the present. Oh, that's where I lose it. Damn it. That's where I lost it last time. <laughs> 
You got this, dude. Just stop, man. Oh, my gosh. Your words will come. <laughs> okay, he's talking about the present. Yeah. Far off a man might see the busy world utterly. It, he doesn't explicitly say this is the present, but we're interpreting it as the present. Mm-hmm. And maybe in the poem, he's writing this in comment to the present. And therefore, he's making a comment on how we aren't living in the present. And how... I already said this, but how hard it is to live in the present and that we're looking in the past. We're looking at in the past. And comparing it to the present. And no, no, and no, no, like, no, no. We're, we're, sorry, sorry. What's up? Sorry to interrupt you. Um, you go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, now, well, now I'm kind of derailed. Okay, I was okay, trying to. Let me try again. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like the less or the more you focus on the past and think about how good it was and sort of sort of post that thought over the idea of the present and be like, wow, things were so much better back then. Yeah. Like it will take a toll on your life and it won't let you wander past that. Yeah. Far off. Maybe that Mm -hmm. means that like he's far away from right now. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you think about it, like, Really, a lot a lot of what people do is they think about the experiences that they had. You know, like maybe it's their wedding or mm-hmm. maybe it's one of their birthdays or maybe it's, you know, the football game they went to last weekend. No mm-hmm. matter what it is, they're 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 looking back at this event, which isn't a bad thing. You know, it, it can be done in moderation. But a lot of people spend their time too far in the past and they don't sit here right now and think about, Am I enjoying life in this moment? Am I mm-hmm. happy right now? Yeah. You know, am I existing? Am I happy to be existing? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what's going around around me? What's going on around me right now? Yeah. I try to ask myself that every once in a while just to kind of like ground myself and be like, you know, I've got a place to live. I've got food to eat. I've got clothes to wear right now. I'm content with my life, you know. I'm not stressed out. Everything's good. Mm -hmm. And I know at some point in my future, it may not be like that. And so that's why I I try and live right now the way that I want to live in the future. I see. Yeah. There's, it's, it, sometimes you don't, you don't really think you think about the good times of the past without ever thinking about the bad times as well, just because that's sort of how your long-term memory works. But I mean, some people do think about bad times. Just Yeah, not. and it just depends on what you experience, because if you experience yeah. more bad times in your past, then you'll pit more of your present thoughts against that and probably have a more yeah positive outlook of life. But I, would, I would definitely argue that bad thoughts are probably only those big events as well, you know, like, yeah. like a death in the family or your dog died or... Um, you know, something negative Unavoidable. or something that is, is, you know, saddening to think about. Yeah. And out of your reach. I feel like both, you could say it's probably pretty equal with those two. Yeah. In regards to how much we remember, it's just people may focus more on the negative thoughts and be mm-hmm. like, oh, well that, you know, it's in what magnitude do they think about those? Mm-hmm. But the fact of pitting your past positive thoughts against the president to create a negative thought, not a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. If you can pit if you can respect 
the past for what it was worth and accept the present for what it is as well, then you'll the present's going to become the past soon. So, you know, quit comparing. Just live it. Just live, man, right now. That's yeah, I like that poem. That was a lot. That, it was a lot. It, it was, was a lot, dude. It, it painted so many pictures. I just, like, closed my eyes and yeah. sort of just let it take me with the words, and it was pretty nice. I, I was trying to do that when I was reading it, but you can only yeah. do so much. You can't really close your eyes. Yeah, You no. can kind of, like, turn off your brain eyes, though, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, you can just start reading and let it you flow. Can, you can imagine mm-hmm. kind of what you do when you read a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're definitely over ex- over complicating that whole thing. How about you read your poem, Nick? What'd you pick? Okay, so I'll do a uh, a short poem first. It's called Ubermensch by Jason Brown. When man is super untethered from the law, he becomes immoral. Told you it was short. Can you say it again? I was like waiting on <laughs> waiting on you to say something else. I was like, I don't want to. This one wanna. doesn't paint many pictures. When man is super untethered from the law, he becomes immoral. When man is super untethered from the law, he becomes immoral. Yes. Oh, so like when he has power, he no longer. He becomes amoral. Amoral. So yeah, when yeah. man is super untethered from the law, he becomes amoral. A a space moral. A space moral. Oh. Untethered from the law. So is that a comment at law itself? It's not a comment at law. It's more of a comment on the idea of the ubermensch that was weird that was crazy that candle just bubbled (laughs) but the ubermensch idea is like being having your character defined by who you are and what you do in your actions and that making you stronger than anyone who compromises themselves into their world so it's pretty much just using every one of your resources as a human that you've built up over your years and through your experiences to ultimately transform who you are so so if you are to be criticized for who you are which is the untethered from the law it's not actually talking about the law it's just talking about sort of the law the of law that the law of us. man yeah yeah like the social law you become immoral which means like so, like, think about something like the Holocaust. Yeah. Do you think that all... How, how many people do you think served as Nazis at that time? Oh, a ton. Like, in concentration camps, like 20,000, 30,000, more yeah. than that, 100,000s possibly. Do you think those people were... Like, you could make an argument that if the Nazi regime did not exist at that time, they would just be living normal lives and not be considered evil in the eyes of history. Yeah, I mean, you got to think, I always think about, like, if the U.S. is on the wrong side of history, would we be considered, like, the worst people in the world mm-hmm. and that type of thing? And Yeah. It's just, like, I've always thought about that, like, when I was in history class, is, like, you know, it's it's very obvious that, like, one side wins, one side loses. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, at least big, with big wars, it's never, mm-hmm. like, you never hear of, like, a huge war 
yeah that got resolved by like a peace agreement or nobody like nobody winning quote mm-hmm. unquote mm-hmm. so i i think yeah that's an interesting takeaway from that poem yeah I, i've just been really interested in the idea of the ubermensch recently what is the ubermensch it's it's just like yeah i it's just like sort of the idea of mastering yourself like okay yeah yeah like because uber in german means it, above it, it literally means mensch, it means superman means, yeah okay mensch is yeah. man so above man superman yeah and it's like everyone has that potential because we all have the same amount of hours in a day it's just whether or not you master yourself or let yourself succumb to the law of people. Oh, I see what you're saying. So Basically it's not giving a shit about society. Like uh, what they think of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's something that derives from it. But it's basically just the mindset that you define who you are. And, and, not, and not society. Yeah, and the deeper understanding of yourself can lead you to find yourself as a good in the world and maybe see other people as oh. not good or not, not saying well, that not, it's a not, bad thing, but you, instead of viewing them with a blind eye, you mm-hmm. actually, you sit in their shoes and you say, you know, if I was on that side, would I have done the same thing or yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's that a societal, a societally, is that societal? I don't know what I'm trying societally. to say. Um, is that a society's, you know, at the time where there was no goods, like there was not a win or a loss on either side, mm-hmm. they probably thought that they were doing the right thing for their country, just as the U.S. soldiers thought they were doing the right thing for their country. And it's exactly, just, it's and just like you know, it's it's a, just a matter of perception. And then mm-hmm. one side of history happens, the other side happens. Mm-hmm. And one becomes a good guy, one becomes a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Not saying that what the Germans did though wasn't awful. Well, so think about it more conceptually rather than what actually happened in the wars and stuff. It's like the idea of good and evil in the world yeah. is completely fabricated. And the real good and evil comes from how okay. much will you have to control the decisions you make in life. Oh, interesting. Or getting swept up in the flow of things, which is what probably happened to a lot of Nazi soldiers is that they didn't want to make the decisions. But in what life. if you did make the decision in life to be a part of that? Then are you saying ooh. that, are you saying that there is absolutely no way that a human can be immoral if they're not? Oh wait, no, no, no. Okay. We're, we're okay. Talking well, about, you we're can, talking about if you're untethered from this, that social. So, okay. So they're making an argument that morality is based on society. Morality. And not on the individual. And so he's he's arguing from a philosophical standpoint that people are born moral mm-hmm. and that as they age and they become a, a better part, you know, a stronger part of society, they become more and more immoral. Mm-hmm. As, as long as they're not, as long as they don't define themselves. If they stay riding the boat of society, mm-hmm. they go into a darker... Um, uh, I'm trying to make a, what's the word? <laughs> I'm blanking on the word now too. Um, one of those a things darker. where you like compare one thing with another, an analogy. I'm trying to make an okay. analogy here. Okay. So the boat, the boat is going down the stream, right? It's clear at the beginning. That's mm-hmm. where the morals start. And as as you become 
a part of you know a more experienced sailor on the, the maiden voyage of societal norms you get into a murkier darker dirtier water and the the weather's a little bit worse and it keeps on getting worse and worse mm -hmm. because you're still not on that boat the mm -hmm. stream's not moving you have enough strength to jump off the boat and swim back up the street or swim back up the stream but you stay on the boat because you don't know until you know you have the strength to swim you can't mm -hmm. because you think that you're gonna drown yeah and that's that's another way like I just made up another poem in in of itself. Well, that was a that was a great analogy, because I mean you don't need. Honestly, if you fall off into the water, you know you're not constrained by a boat anymore. You know you have all the freedom in the world to master yourself in the water. Yeah. Well, I guess. Okay, I guess I would say, if you didn't know you had the skill, you wouldn't be able to access it. So if you fell off the boat and you didn't think that you didn't think that you had the skill you wouldn't have it you know it's it's having that faith in yourself mm -hmm. that's that's what i'm trying to say is mm -hmm. um yeah because you're saying oh well what if they fall off the boat get in the water and they're like oh i'm not on the boat anymore and and like are you saying like i can swim i'm just saying that not being defined by the boat and being more defined by your ability to swim on your own and develop a life for yourself that's not just about moving the boat then yeah then you you live a truer life i guess that's the best way to put it so because so if you're just you saying going, if you jumped off the boat intentionally if i mean you can fall off the boat you can jump off the boat it's but just I'm, I'm, my my argument is like what i'm saying is the way i, I meant to say that was okay okay look at this look at this the boat and you don't are you and you aren't conscious of having that in yourself then when you hit the water, you can't swim to the other end of the stream. But yes. but if it was inside of you the whole time, but you just had to fall in the water mm -hmm. to get it to act activate, you know, to where you yeah. jumped off the boat. Mm -hmm. Um, or I guess you could fall off the boat like someone else pushes you. Mm -hmm. I guess yeah. Hold yeah, on, yeah. listen, listen. Yeah, that so. I mean, in the sense of like you slipping or or um someone else pushes you that could be like a minor thing in real life that that pushed you down this path that like, set you into this path and yeah. here's the other thing i was about to say okay, sorry, sorry about yeah. about the ubermensch idea so think about the boat right everyone's on it and everyone's focused on moving it but they're not stuck there everyone can jump off the yeah, boat yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing about the ubermensch is that everyone can become superman like everyone can become the super person with their body if they were to master their mind and their body yes and their actions yes like you it's are not incredible. constrained yeah it's incredible it's a nice it's a nice okay i see what you're saying now. it's a yeah. it's a cool philosophy that i've been interested in because i've been reading i've talked to you a little bit about berserk and it's like that's one of the big themes about it is that it's showing like the evil and corruptness of humanity in general and life in general and it's sort of pitting these themes in non-traditional ways in order to show that idea and it uses the main character as like the idea of the ubermensch that's so interesting yeah and this is all from that one little two like five word poem 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that is that the Ubermensch or is that someone else writing about the Ubermensch? It's someone else writing about the Ubermensch. Okay. It's it's like a definition. When so, man is super untethered from the law, he becomes immoral. So how long has the Ubermensch been around? Like since when did that circulate into society as a concept? So the reason I know this is because I had to do a a, a like a powerpoint presentation in high school about a philosopher and i was assigned a guy named nietzsche, nietzsche. his first name is frederick right frederick i think it is yeah frederick nietzsche frederick nietzsche, nietzsche. Yeah, and he's the guy who came up with the ubermensch okay i dude yeah that guy's awesome mm-hmm. yeah i did a and he, he wrote a book called thus spoke zarathustra that i actually kind of want to read now it's like a Oh, this shit sounds so interesting, dude. It's like, going to be excited. Yeah, it's sort of like a Brave New World type story where it's like a story written in a, in order to uh, present his philosophy. Oh. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I like when people do that, except for when their philosophies are shitty. <laughs> and then I don't like it as much. But it's a cool way to present your philosophy through like a through a story with characters because it, it just ties emotion to it. I like that a yeah. lot. And that's why I really fuck with Berserk is because... He's presenting his philosophies on life through, like, story, through fantasy, and, like, through just characters and Is stuff. Is this the guy that wrote the poem? Yeah. Okay. Or, no, 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 that's not the guy who Wait, wrote the poem. Wait, who's Berserk? Berserk is a, is a manga that I've, that I've been reading recently. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Written by a dude named Miura. His name's, like, Kento Miura. Sorry, Asian I dude. thought for some reason oh, no, I the poem Berserk was the poem, the guy who wrote the poem. I will, no, 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 no. The, the person who wrote the poem is Jason Brown. He's nothing, I don't think he's anyone important. Okay. It's just something I, I found online about the Ubermensch poem. Because I wanted to talk about that because I think it's cool. I like that a lot. I'm going to have to write about that later. Yeah, when I'm like, after mm-hmm. the podcast, I can like go back there and yeah, think about your down. thoughts. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's one of the coolest concepts in the world and it's something I've been focusing my life towards more recently partially due to reading berserk and partially just due to making positive mental changes in my life recently like more meditation yeah it's been helpful yeah dude like we say in almost every episode you're mm-hmm. the master of your own life you can do whatever you want to do everyone's got the same amount the of time truth. in one day that's something that motivates me a lot yeah, it's just a matter of how you choose what you want to do. Yeah, and I mean, some things are out of your control, and that's fair. Like having to work to provide for, you know, yourself or the people you love. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that's out of control. It's just... Yeah, but the time is still yours. You can, it's just... You can get out of that mm-hmm. by, you know, not working and living off the land, for example. Yeah, It's but, just that's a hard life. Yeah, and I'm I'm even referring to, like... You know, the people who don't get as many opportunities in the world. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately for them, you know, they still have the same amount of time in the day. It's just society puts them in borders. Yeah. A lot of people are very lucky to be in the in what situation they're in at this moment. I think it would be so sick if America could pull off a living wage for everyone. Like, that's so, that's so dope. Like, it's already kind of happening, but, like... Like, just if you have a job? Like, it's already... Or is yeah, like, yeah, 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 I mean, that, like, like... Yeah, because some people can't even get a job. Yeah, like, I just think it's so dope in general 
like a lot of people think of it as bad, but like the fact that we can put a roof over a lot of people's heads, even though poverty is still an issue. Yeah. It's like, that's impressive. Like to be able to do that for, for such a huge community of people. One step at a time. It's pretty amazing. There's some flaws to it, obviously. And there's people trying to fix these flaws, but just that idea in general, you know, it's, it's nice. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So I think this is a great spot to end the pod podcast. Um, I would say. Thanks for tuning in. Again, this is Stu, and I've got Nick on. What's up? Thank you, everyone, for listening. Poetry is awesome. Poetry is beautiful. Um, if you just let yourself get absorbed in the words and let the let the paintings paint themselves, it sort of inspires you in so many ways you wouldn't think yeah i mean because look at the way that how we interpreted these mm -hmm. these poems tonight because not once have i thought about poetry until two hours ago and do said do you want to read poetry on our podcast and i was <laughs> like sure why not and now i have this deeper appreciation for poetry as well as philosophies on life and the structure of society and how people perceive it i love that it's lovely I'm glad so that thank I'm you. glad that you were able to experience that with me. Mm -hmm. I feel I feel very I feel very cultured. Good. The best way to put it. Good. Informing myself of a art an art form that many people already appreciate. Yeah. That I've yet to see. I, That's I, culture, baby. You know, have you ever seen <laughs> one more thing? One What's more up? thing. What's up? Have you ever seen the Goofy movie? <laughs> no. Dude, there's a scene in the Goofy movie where mm -hmm. they go to like a slam poetry night and oh, there are shit. people recording or um sorry not recording they're they're performing poetry mm -hmm. and like at the end they like everyone's like snapping yeah 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 the snapping and it's just like that scene in the movie i used to think like oh that looks like kind of boring like why would anyone want to do that uh -huh. and then now that i'm older and i have more experience in the world i actually can appreciate arts more mm -hmm. i look at that as an art form and you know, trying to interpret what that person is trying to say for their own life, as well as what that poem says for my own life mm -hmm. and maybe trying to compare it to the world and how things work. You know, it's, it's, you can do at least three things with it. Mm -hmm. Those three things I just said, it's just, if you ever get some time, go check it out. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually want to go back and look at it now to see what poems they said, because I'm interested. I'll have to, I'll have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Art and culture is beautiful. So if you guys could on the Instagram post for this page, maybe recommend us some poems. Yeah, poems or like poets. Poets, that people awesome. people who may inspire us future. Yeah, and if you guys want to hear about music, send us some bands to listen to. Mm -hmm. If you want to hear about some philosophy, because that's going to be included in pretty much every episode. Of course. But if you want to hear about something specific, it's a core concept. Let us know and we'll get to it. But I love you again, all. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great weekend. It's Friday night or it's Friday night tonight, today. Poetry is beautiful. Go have a good time. Be safe. Be smart. Peace. Adios.